What's up, you guys? Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ilsa. You might know me on Twitter.、Um, I recently just changed my username into Feng Xian. It's actually Feng X J Y. No, what the hell? <laughs> I can't spell you guys. My username is actually Feng X Y N. No. No, it's not. My user, <laughs> my username is actually Feng X J N. There you go. And I just got a new mic, and I thought, why not make you know some sort of podcast that no one will listen to? You know what? And I'm like, oh my god, okay, let's do it. And so here I am doing. This podcast, and recently I tweeted on my Twitter. Well, duh. <clears throat> I tweeted that I needed you guys to send me some questions because I have no idea what to talk about, and some of you did. So thank you so much to my mutuals.、Um, I will mostly discuss about my favorite things. You know, like my、uh, the people that I stand, or the series, or the novels that I read, or the boy group that I stand, and yeah. So if that's not your cup of tea, you can just you know you can listen to this. Who knows? Maybe you'll be interested in things that I'm talking about, or you can just, you know, leave this podcast. I still thank you for tuning in this far. So I tweeted about I. <clears throat> so I tweeted about like what kind of topic you would like to hear in a podcast, and some of you guys sent me your questions, and I will be separating into three topics, I think. So I think I'm gonna talk about characters that I tend to, f- or people that I tend to fall in love or like get myself interested in, and then I'm gonna talk about like specifically like who are they, you know? And after that, I'm going to talk about my favorite boy group, which is Seventeen. <laughs> There was only one person who asked me that question, which is Day, my bestie. And yeah, so let's just get started and talk about the general things first. And the questions here, I I haven't actually marked them or like made notes, you know. So I'm just gonna just kind of scroll through the questions. There are only seven answers, so it means seven replies to the tweet. So yeah. All right. So the first question is. What makes you fall for a character, and can you see similar, 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 fuck, similarities, similarities in your fave ones? Okay, this question is from another bestie of mine, my favorite.、Um, she is always interacting with me, and I appreciate her so much. She's one of my favorite mutuals ever. And it's none other than Polly. Okay, we've been mutual since like what? My Brightwind days, right? Okay, so what makes you fall for a character, and can you see similarities? There you go, in your fave ones. <clears throat> okay. So usually, I tend to fall for characters that、um, 
I don't know. I always fall for the quiet and mysterious one at first. Like for example, when I watched Together, I obviously fell for Sarawat first, and I was like, he was just so intriguing, you know. Plus, he's so fucking hot. <laughs> but yeah, I, I found him very interesting because the story or the series was told um, from Tyne's point of view, right? So we didn't really get to understand why Sarawat was like acting the way he did, especially with Tyne. So it was kind of interesting, and I just it made me think, you know, it was like, what is going on inside his head, you know, and. For some reason, that's what made me fall for him first. Like, I I ended up like making up theories. And if you were my mutuals ever since my like ever since uh to, like together uh, the series were was airing, I always came up with like this long essays, like just analysis after analysis, and most of them are about Sarawat, I think. So yeah. And I just find him really interesting and mysterious. That makes me kind of dig into him a little bit more, you know. And I also like sarcastic ones, sarcastic and funny ones. Um, and for this example, I'm gonna tell you about my favorite or my most comfort character. Um, if you've watched The Good Place, you might know her. But if you haven't, I'm gonna tell you about this series called The Good Place. And basically, the series is about uh, basically a terrible person, four terrible people, uh, ganged up into one and put into heaven, quote unquote heaven. So, but, so but, but along the way, they realize that oh my god. I don't think I'm meant to be here in heaven. Like I feel like my past doesn't really, um, like, like it, it just doesn't make sense for me to get into heaven after all the things that I did on Earth. Basically, the story is like that. And there's this main character. Her name is Eleanor Shellstrop. She was a bitch on Earth. You know, she was like she was so annoying. She was selfish. She was self-centered and. She did a lot of bad things and tiny little crimes, you know. And she is so sarcastic. Like, I think her sarcasm is just like her defense mechanism, you know. So, so Styles, if you know Teen Wolf, basically like him but in female form, and she's just a big badass, and I love her so much. And yeah, I I tend to fall for sarcastic ones too. So that means when I watch The Untamed, you get mysterious from Wei Wuxian, and you also get sarcastic from him. You know, so I felt hard for him. I felt really hard. At first, it was.、Um, at first, I think I kind of like Lan Wanji drew me in. You know, like oh my god, he's so beautiful. But as I watched The Untamed, I feel like holy shit. I am in love with Wei Wuxian. Like the way he was portrayed, the way、um, his character is like developed, it's, it's, it's he's amazing. I love him so much. And yeah, so like, do I see similarities between me and my favorite characters? Maybe and maybe not. You know, because sometimes I'm sarcastic, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I'm very 
straightforward and sometimes I'm not so I don't know do I see similarities in them maybe 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 not you know yeah those are my those are like how I fall for or what makes me fall for a character I'm sorry wow this took a long time to explain that anyways i hope you can relate to that you know i'm trying to make this podcast like relatable to everyone so it doesn't just sound like i'm babbling about myself but this is a trial podcast you know i'm just really trying things out basically i'm just trying my mic the point of this podcast is just me trying my mic okay and then let's move on to the next question thank you so much polly what is the site of a favorite character that you would love to see more? Okay, so if we were talking about um, Midzus, Modazusha characters, and um, uh, the Good Place characters, and we also talked a little bit about Together character, and a little tiny mention about Teen Wolf, let's talk about TGCF or Tianguan Shifu. Um, I recently got into this fandom. I recently got into this TGCF universe, and I, the second I read the book, I just fell in love with Shilian, you know. But the thing is, Shilian is pretty much well described in the novel. Like, you get to see his past, you get to see the way of his thinking and his moral compass and whatnot. But another favorite character of mine. I have three actually. In TGCF, my three favorite characters are Shilian, Hua Cheng, and Feng Shun. <laughs> wow, what a surprise. Anyway, yeah, with Shilian, I felt satisfied enough with the novel, you know, with the way he was described, the way um, he was portrayed, and everything. The way he developed, you know. Is it developed or developed? I need to look into that. Anyway, um, but for my two other favorite characters, Shilin, I mean Feng Shen and Hua Cheng, I feel like, I feel like the author could write more depth into them, you know. Um, especially with Hua Cheng, since he's also the main character, you know. But we don't get to see his past clearly, you know. It's it was just like vaguely de- um, described in book five i think and a little bit in book one or, or three. Oh, sorry i mean in the past like of uh, shillian's flashback but that was it we don't really get to see his point of view it was just mostly about how he was portrayed or how people think of him and stories and tales of him you know and i feel like there's so many things we could talk about Hua Zheng. So many more things. Like, let's say, more about what was he doing? What did he do um, during the 800 years that he waited for Shilian? You know, like, I want to know more about that. What did he do? Did he befriend Heshuan? Did he... Um, I don't know. What was he doing? Like, I want to know more about Ghost City. Honestly, Ghost City is such a nice concept. And I wish... um, And I wish it was more described about... You know what? I'm sorry to cut in, but I have, like, this super big um, Starbucks tote bag with the logo, with the lady on the logo, with the mermaid, and he was just staring at me. And I have, like, three paper bags of them. So... 
<laughs> it's a bit distracting. I'm gonna face the other way now. Anyway, yeah, back to uh, Ghost City. I love the concept of Ghost City. Like, the way the citizens just worship Hua Chung, you know? And I really want to know more about it. Like, how did he first make Ghost City? I don't know if it was described in the novel and I just kind of forgot about it. But I just really want to know more. Like, there were so many things about Hua Chung that we could have gotten more about it you know like how did he build build that uh cave of a thousand god i think that's the name i, I might be wrong you know like it's like the iceberg theory thingy what we know about him is just the surface well he's so much more than that deep inside the water and i really want to know more about him i just wish that maybe in the donghua um because I think the Donghua is just kind of like an elevation of all of the adaptions from the manhua and the novel. I feel like it's more explained. Maybe it's because there are visuals there and we can see like what's going on and everything. But yeah, I wish I wish watching was more described, you know, vividly and like I just want to know more about him. And Feng Shen, don't get me started on Feng Shen. Like, there's so many, um, so many, what do you call it? Plot holes? <clears throat> I just wanna, well, I know the novel isn't about him, specifically, because it's about, uh, it's mostly about Shilian, right? But he was a very important person in Shilian's life, and I just, um, I wanna know more about his and Mushing's. Friendship. Is it Mushing or Mooking? I don't know. I need to learn more about this. Um, but yeah, they had so much potential, right? Like, I don't even want to be a, a functionist, functionist right now. Let's forget about the ship for a while. I just want to know more about their friendship. Like, what did they do during the 800 times that Shilian w- wasn't there with them? You know, because I've always thought about them as, like, the glue. I mean, I've always thought about Shilian as the glue of their friendship you know so what happened in the heavens did they fight a lot or did they somehow uh, fall into like some sort of troop along the way who knows you know like I wish um, you know what I wish the 800 years when Shilian wasn't there was more described you know it doesn't have to be like a full on book about it just be some extra chapters you know i just I'm, sometimes i just reminiscent about what it could have been i guess so yeah that's what i would love to see more about my favorite characters and i just took how many minutes did i take to explain that i feel like i've been talking for half an hour oh it only has been what seven minutes well that's awesome okay so the next question i feel like we're getting more specific because the questions here are also specific um uh somebody asked me i think it's char i hope i pronounced her name right i'm sorry what's your favorite uh modal zusha character and why my favorite character in modal zusha is definitely wei wushan of course and i would say lan wanji but that is 
pretty much obvious. I feel like I always love the two main characters um, in a series or in a book. That's just that's just the obvious. I always love the main characters. It's just always like that. But if I had to choose other than them, I would say my favorite character. I'm just trying to remember. Oh my god, it's been a while since I talked about Montezusha. But oh, right. My favorite character is. Let me think about it for some more. Oh my god. Did I? Well, it's Wei Wuxian, actually. It's Wei Ying, of course. I think there's so much depth in him. And I just love his moral compass, you know. He's just, he's not afraid to lose the people that he loves to protect and to do what's right. You know, some people, if, if you were to be put in his shoes, you're gonna want to do the same thing. And the reason why other people don't is because they care too much about their status and um, what everybody says about them. And I think that's what's like hindering them back and maybe their own little selfishness. And Wei Wuxian just does not have that. He, he, I wouldn't call him shameless in a way that's like he doesn't know shame. Of course he does, but he just doesn't care because what matters is that he's doing something right and he um he wants he just wants to bring justice to the world and i think i admire him so much for that and we need that and we definitely need people like him in our lives you know so that's why i love him so much and for long wanji i just adore him for you know i really do adore his patience and just how much he loves weighing you know and how respectful he is of weighing and for his own character i feel like he he's also that that person that i just described you know the one who who kind of cares about what people think of him but at the same time he doesn't it's more like he feels burdened with the feel that he needs to be shamed and he needs to watch what he's doing because he's been uh, he 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 grew up in a in I don't I don't know how about to call it but I, I'm just gonna say like in such a formal and strict household you know Gusu sect is just very strict and very it's just a bunch of people who are very calm and, and collected you know and he still is he grew he like he still is that person but it's just that he's not afraid anymore to do what's right so i think that's just a really beautiful development for him you know what i'm gonna search it up is it development or development let's hear that right now oh it's development have i been pronouncing it wrong well i'm sorry so yeah those are my two favorite characters and modal zusha Okay, that is answered already. Someone wants me to talk about Huatiris. I have no words, honestly. I have no words. Okay. What is your general onion <laughs> on the being that is Taizi Jansha? Have I talked about him? Have I? I kind of forgot. But my general opinion <laughs> on Taizi Jansha is that i think he's amazing and i fell in love with him the second i read him um <clears throat> because i feel like he's gone through so much you know i mean he 
he's immortal, right? He lives forever. So of course, he's gone through several different emotions and and person not personalities. How do you call it? Like there are just so many different versions of him throughout the book. I feel like the first one, the first time we get to see him in book one, um, or when no, book two, I think, when it was um, when they were t- telling the story about his past when he was still a crown prince, is that he's just so ambitious. You know, he's got this unrealistic dream of of being bring justice to the world but sometimes it just doesn't work like that because not everyone thinks the way you do and i just love that about him because he he tries you know i feel like the word that suits shilin the best is that he always tries even when it's impossible he always tries to do his best and he's not afraid to do so he's kind of similar like we wish and accept that maybe he just has less luck i guess and i think what differs shilian and wewushin this is shilian in the beginning of the book though is that he still cares about his reputation he still cares about his family's like reputation and everything he's the crown prince for god's sake you know there are expectations of him maybe it's a little bit more like a long one too actually in this way um and i just really admire him for always wanting to do what's right what he thinks is right even though it's it might be like some childish dream or or unrealistic ones he still wants to bring justice and throughout like the the current timeline no let's talk about the 800 years that he went through like him as a general hua is just basically i think he's just finally living his dream you know not dream his hopes of like bringing justice to the world through general hua except this time he doesn't have the title of a crown prince so even if he gets demoted and demoted um he's fine with it because at least he tries to do something right you know and now he ascended again for the third time and again he still wants to do what's right he still wants to help people he doesn't know how to say no i think that's that could be a weak or a strong point of him of his um but yeah i think what i really love the most about shida is that he's just so gentle you know he's such a gentle person and i feel so comforted just by looking at his picture honestly i've never felt like that toward any other characters or any other people in my life i swear to god i know it sounds like you say that every time you stand someone new but no this time i just really do feel like so comforted whenever i look at shilian i feel like okay i'm not gonna go like what would shilian do in this situation i wouldn't go that but i just i seek him for comfort you know and i do feel comforted um just by looking at him <clears throat> and making weird and questionable decisions and yeah yeah he just makes me really happy so that's my general opinion on shilian i just love him so much okay now that we're done with that we're going to move to aj's question my bestie 
Oh, by the way, that was the question from the uh, the Chilean question. I'm sorry, I apologize. That was a question for another bestie of mine, Jay Chuehan News. Thank you for the question. So, again, move. Let's move back to AJ. He asked me to kind of talk about watching Love for Chilean. God, you know what? What I always, what sticks by me the most is that I don't remember who he was, but one of my mutuals said that this was before I start reading. I started reading um, TGCF. They said that you're gonna fall in love with Hualien's love for each other. And at first I was expecting like, okay, might be some sappy kind of romance or whatever, but no, I was so wrong. Their love, especially Huaqing's love for Xilian, is just... Sometimes, I feel like it always started as just a devotion, you know? His devotion towards Xilian and um, what he needs to do to become better and better so he can protect Xilian. You know, at first, at first, I think it started with gratitude. After gratitude comes admiration and then comes... Um, worship, devotion, and eventually when he meets Shilian for the first time, when he feels like he's strong enough and Shilian is ready or whatever, um, no, more, more like when Huacheng was ready, he, that turns into actual love. You know, that protectiveness, like that wanting to protect Shilian turns into love. I think I might be reading the situation wrong and sometimes my opinion on this also like differs sometimes I just say like he's been in love with Shilian ever since I don't know ever since he was a teenager I think no baby boy got a little crush um, but you know what let's not talk about that let's just talk about the actual timeline the, the current timeline that they were in I just, he makes me feel so giddy, you know. Like, every time I read Huachan, I feel like, oh my god, I would totally die if I were Shilian. <laughs> you know, I feel like that. And, like, it's so overwhelming, even for me, as the reader, as like the outsider of their relationship. Watching's love for Shilin is just overwhelming and sometimes when I think about it, like when I really really think about it, like holy shit. Watching loves Shilin so much. Like he would do anything for him. Without a doubt. Like he would just do it. As long as he makes Shilin happy and safe and protected, that's all that matters. And you know what else I love the most about Hualian? Especially watching towards Shilin. No, you know what? Fuck it. The both of them are so respectful toward each other. Like, they know their boundaries. Like, even though they're married or, like, they have this thing going on between them, they're still so respectful of each other. You know? It's like they created this this line that's not to be crossed, and they don't cross it. Even when the situation calls for it. Like, I just love that about them. Especially watching, you know, um during that time when he told Chilean that you know what it's better if you just don't interfere with Shi Qingxuan's situation at the time and 
he's just warning Shillian that it's, it's going to be nasty because he knows what's about to happen, right? Uh, spoiler alert about the Shibudu situation. Heshuan situation, you know? Basically about the Blackwater arc. Um, but he still respected Shillian's decision to still meddle in this situation. And I just really love that about Hwachan. I just love that. And yeah, so basically what I really love the most about Hwachan's love for Shilian or just Hualian in general is that they're so respectful toward each other. Their communication. Oh my god. They are such good communicators. I feel like they have the healthiest um, relationship in all of the novels, series, and whatnot that I've ever like delved myself into. And I just really love that about them. And, you know, healthy relationship is really portrayed here. So I, I, I love that. And for you, who, whoever you are that calls Hua Cheng as a stalker, I don't think we were reading the same novel. I really don't. Alright, so enough about... TGCF right there are no more questions about TGCF anymore so let's move on to the next question which is my favorite boy group it is 17 if you guys know they're a Korean South Korean boy group consisting 13 members and they're called 17 I love them so much I adore them I actually have stand them since the beginning of 2017 I think hey or maybe in the middle of it and I was a carrot for about two years. I mean, I, I'm still a carrot, but I ran a carrot Twitter account since when? I don't know. Until, I mean, I think it was until this year, the beginning of this year, actually. Really. Uh, and I moved to Brightwind's Dan Twitter, of course. Hello, you guys. It's been mutual with me since my Brightwind days, the beginning of my Brightwind days. And I think the only carrot mutual I remember that's still a Brightwind until now, that becomes a Brightwind now, I mean, is Dale. AKA, what is his username now? I, I can't, I can never remember. Because he changed his username from time to time. And that's okay, Dale. You do you. His usernames are always so good. You know. So skinny and everything. Oh, his username is Fachibug now. Anyway, the question about 17 was... Um, I, have to, I had to rate my favorite 17 album, I think. If I'm not mistaken. It was asked by my best DJ. Okay. Name all of your favorite songs from each 17 album. Alright. I have to be honest. I don't really remember all the songs. I mean like which song goes to which album. So I might have to open my 17 playlist. Alright. You hear that typing noise? Yeah, it's pretty sexy. I know. Alright. So let's go through all of their albums where can i find them okay let's go from their first album first their first album first what the hell their first album is i think it's love letter isn't it no it's first mini album actually 
Seventeen Carat. My favorite、um, track for Seventeen Carat is "Adore You." I feel like that's pretty much self-explanatory. It's an amazing song. It's an amazing debut song. And Seventeen's second mini album, "Boys B," which is and my favorite song on the album is.、Um, I think Manse. I'm so boring. I want to say rock, but I don't know. Sometimes I skip that song. So, and fronting, I don't really like the lyrics.、It、makes me kind of uncomfortable. And let's go to their first full album, which is Love Letter. My favorite is obviously Pretty You. Still lonely. Oh my god, I love still lonely. And hip hop teams Monday to Saturday, and say yes too because all my favorites are there. Or is it drift away? I forgot. Let's let me just play. Or is it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's not here. Let me hear the song. No, it's not drift away. It's hit song, I think. Let me just hear. Yep, hit song is one of my favorite song, and first, in their first full album, and the love and letter repackage album is obviously Ajunice. Ajunice is amazing. Is it here? Is it here? Yeah, Ajunice is here, and I also love, 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 still lonely. And let's move on to my favorite album of Seventeen, which is their third album, third mini album. Going seventeen. I love all the songs. I can't. I can't. But if I have to choose, I would choose fast pace. I don't know. Don't listen in secret. Secret and lean on me. And maybe highlight too. Oh my god, that's a lot. And smile flower too. Everyone loves smile flower. You can't not love smile flower. It's like the what is that one? EXO song. It's like really sad and really describes the fandom. No, not describe the fandom, or like describe the situation. That happened when Chris and Tao and Luhan left. What was the song again? I don't remember. God, I was an EXO first before I was a Carrot. Okay, so fourth mini album, all one or alone, is Habit. I'm sorry, I love Habit. Oh, and Crazy in Love. Crazy in Love is 17 sexiest song. It's one of 17 sexiest song because I have four. Sexy Seventeen songs, and this is my first era. Like the first time I bought the album, the physical album, which is Seventeen Special Album Director's Cut, and my favorite track is Falling for You. And、um, I really like Thanks, so I think I would have to go with Just Thinking About You. I love that album, and Seventeen Second Album, Teenage. My fucking god. It's one of my favorite albums, I think. So, like, my favorite track from this album has to be "Change Up." I love that song. Actually, that was the first music video I watched of Seventeen's. I think、oh, was it "Don't Wanna Cry." It's between one of those two.、Um, I love "Change Up" and I love "Clap." Of course, "Clap" is so fucking sexy. As Coops, I'm looking at you. And I love Flower because there's a Jung Chul duet there on the rap part. And let's go on to You Make My Day. You Make My Day is one of Seventeen's best album, like their last best album. You know, I don't really like the albums that they came out 
with right now. I'm sorry, don't tag me, Garrett's. But my favorite track in here is Oh My and Our Dawn is Hotter Than Day. It's such an amazing song. Now, 17th mini album, You Made My Dawn. Good to me. Good to me is God fucking tear. God damn it. I love that song so much. Don't even get me started on their, you know, Japanese album because I love that. And for an ode, my favorite song would be. I love Fear. I really love Fear. To be honest, that's the song that I remember. And maybe Snapshoot. I love Snapshoot. It's really cute. Um, what is their latest album again? God, I'm terrible. Oh, semicolon. Oh, Hengare. Forgot about that. <laughs> Hengare. Um, my favorite track would be Left and Right. Because honestly, that's the only track that I've listened to. And maybe Kiddled. Kiddled is pretty cute. And semicolon. Okay, last one. Semicolon is um, the 96th line song i remember oh it's light of light of flame okay light of flame good to me fast pace and crazy in love they all sit together at lunch in the same table okay and they're judging you and also 24 hour fuck 24 hour is such a good song oh my god honestly it's one of 17 sexiest songs seriously the choreography the music the beats all of 17's japanese title tracks are fucking amazing they're all amazing i swear to god and 24 hour is probably my favorite one it's definitely the best japanese 17 song 17 japanese song or 17 song japanese i don't know <laughs> my english is terrible yeah so i think we went through all of the questions today and it took me how many minutes now took me literally 38 minutes and i'm not gonna cut this shit i'm just gonna post it as it is and i will see who actually listened until the very fucking end if you did then thank you so much for listening in i hope you learned something about me i think just how my brain works all the time you know because uh, i don't know th these 38 minutes passed really quickly seriously i think that's what happens when i talk too much <laughs> anyways um this has been a, a blast honestly i enjoy doing this i love doing podcasts i have my own not my own i am i do a lot of podcasts and you can listen to them if you're indonesian because it's indonesian you can listen it you know what you can dm me if you want to listen to it we talk about like some pretty dope shit and yeah i'm kind of surprised that i don't really talk about function that much here <laughs> but there was no question about him specifically about him so yeah i'm sorry Fengshin. i'll talk about you in, in the podcast after this <laughs> anyways thank you so much for tuning in and i think i'm gonna do a lot of these but i just have to find more specific topics to talk about so that i wouldn't be rambling like this and just like depending on your questions i think that's just not fun and tends to be very me this podcast is very me very about me about how i think how i 
talk and oh my god my voice is getting raspy my god i've been talking for 40 minutes straight without drinking you know what i should probably drink something <laughs> all right so if you have any suggestions on what i should talk about next you can totally hit me up on twitter i already said it in the beginning my username is feng xjn or feng shin please read it as feng shin because that's what it was meant to be but it was supposed to be and i think that is it for today's episode i am going to do a lot more research on what i should be talking about next and i really hope that this podcast will make you want to listen to the next ones because hello we are entering the holidays now i am on a semester break and i have a month to spare and tgcf donghua is ending next week which fucking sucks so i have nothing else to do but to do this silly little podcast so i hope you'll stick around for the next episodes and i'll see you then bye